situation very critical. I need a miracle. I keep it real and sometimes I be spiritual. I need a bag and a bag of medicinal. I just be praying I don't need that pistol. I pray a lot on a lot of the issues. Fuck all that stress and you know that it's killing. I need a bag, I just need a million. I got three kids, shit might need a billion. Welcome everybody to Kicking It with Crowder. I'm your host, Tyler Crowder, and we are joined by some special guests today. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons UK. I have Daniel and Cal. Uh, guys, welcome to the show today. Hello. Thank you, so, guys, uh, I just want to say, rise up. You know, I'm a big Atlanta <laughs> Falcons fan, but I'm actually from the – I was born in Marietta, which is, you know, right outside of Atlanta. live in Columbus, Georgia now, so about an hour and a half away from uh, the stadium. So, you know, you, you can understand why I'm a Falcons fan. But, guys, <laughs> yeah. all Falcons fans, Daniel and Cal. Uh, I want to know what, what, what brought you to like the Atlanta Falcons. And I guess we'll start with Daniel first. What made you like the Atlanta Falcons, Daniel? Uh, honestly, pure chance. Uh, it's not really a very romantic story or anything. Um, we didn't really have a we didn't really have a team to follow. Uh, we'd been watching NFL casually, a couple of Super Bowls and things like that. And then Cal texted me one morning after the uh, Eagles Patriots one was it? No, the Rams v. Oh, the one after Rams v. Yeah, yeah the Rams v. Patriots one. Uh, and he basically said we need to choose a team. So we started doing all those awful online quizzes that ask you about your personality and like, are you a winner and, are you, and all these things. Uh, and we kept getting two teams. We kept getting the Saints and the Falcons. I don't know how that happens. Not a clue how they're linked. Um, but we started just doing a bit of research on them both and like looking in the stadiums and what sort of players they had and playing styles and things like that. And then, uh, yeah, here we are. A couple of years later, um, we're, we're committed. Very committed, yeah. very committed. <laughs> and Cal, so so when y'all, so when it came down to the Saints and Falcons, what kind of what kind of drew you to the Atlanta Falcons over the you know hated New Orleans Saints? <laughs> uh, I do not like New Orleans Saints. I don't like Will Smith, Drew Brees. I don't like any of those guys, but I respect them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I respect those guys. I'm not going to disrespect them, but I I just don't like them. I don't like them on the two Sundays we play each year, <laughs> and uh, that goes for the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. That's just how it goes. And it always seems like players I like always end up going to these 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 three teams. <laughs> uh, we have to deal with Christian McCaffrey, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. We have to deal with all these guys twice a year. And, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a bitter rivalry right now. I would say Saints-Falcons is probably a top five rivalry right now. Oh, definitely. Definitely, I agree. Um, I think it was just um... – we was looking through like the kits, etc., the color kits in the stadiums, and I think we both said, just, we actually both said, I think we both said like, right, both send a message, have it in the message bar, and send it. <laughs> and so we both picked the Falcons, and obviously, it was, and then we, we didn't actually know the arrivals at first because obviously we obviously didn't know much about NFL at all. Yeah. So we obviously researched before and was like, oh, the are there actual rivals? But, oh, yeah, also, what is the chances of actually <laughs> getting two teams? And obviously, like, one of the biggest rivals. But obviously, we picked the pit the better team and the, well, better team in the future, anyway. But the right <laughs> team and the correct decision, I would say. So in, in English Premier League terms, right, this is like Arsenal versus Tottenham or something like that. Like, they yeah. don't like each other, right? Okay. Exactly. Right, so. Cal is literally an Arsenal fan as well, so that's a perfect summary. <laughs> He's an Arsenal fan. Who, who do you like in the EPL, Daniel? No, I'm a United fan, Manchester United. United. Mm. Gotcha. See, so I try to keep up. 
I just can't get into the English Premier League as much as, like, some of my friends and things like that. And I don't really have a team. I just kind of like the good teams. You know, I root for Man City or Liverpool or, you know, basically Ooh. whoever's, you know, in the top four. Whoever's yeah. in the top four is who I kind of root for right now. I used to like United back in the day. One of my buddies is an Arsenal fan, so he's trying to convert me uh, to Arsenal right now. And I know, don't do it. Uh, no, no, yeah, don't he's do been it. upset. Oh, man, he's been upset recently. And um, so I, I kind of get it. So you just pick, you pick a team and you kind of roll with it. And um, so, so when, when do they play? So when they play on Sundays, what time is it there where you guys are at? Like if they it's play a one o'clock game, it's six o'clock. So most games we can obviously watch. Obviously I work shifts, so I tend to miss a couple, but um, if, even if I finish at six o'clock, I'll still get like the last two hours. But most games, I think this year we get to watch. Well, to be fair, we said, like even Danny said, he's, he'll book time off for the Already game, like the midweek games, <laughs> etc. So I don't think we'll be missing any games this year. So, no. so perfect timing, really. Awesome. Perfect timing. Yeah, well, if you, what, what we got to do, guys, is we got to get you down to Atlanta. You got to take the, you got to come to a game at some point. Um, maybe not this year, but at some point, we got to get you down to the Mercedes Benz uh, Stadium. I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder, but right now it's, it's it's up in the air. Yeah. Um, but hey, guys, if you ever want to go to a game, uh, you got two tickets right here. Okay, guys. Um, I know. You know, got to go to the stadium. It. Oh, the stadium! The, the stadium's insane, about. isn't it? The stadium is insane, and pictures really don't do it justice. Like the the map, how big it is, and how uh, the Georgia Dome, where the Falcons used to play, was very big as well. This thing, like, I mean, it makes the Georgia Dome look tiny and just when you're in there and the roof's open and and everyone every the kickoff's going on I mean it's just an awesome experience and uh I really I really hope you guys do get to go down to experience a game and this year we're really excited about 2020 Atlanta Falcons a lot of optimism heading into the season and uh what what is who's your favorite player before we before we go ahead and get started on the season I want to know Cal who's your favorite Atlanta Falcon Oh God! I've, you've got a. Oh, it can be it, it can be a couple. That's the problem. I think because we're so because we're so new to the Falcons as it is. I think last year my favorite player was actually Hooper, um, which is obviously he's gone now. So I've had to change. Yeah. But I think he's a Cleveland Brown now. Yeah, I wish think, him well. Wish him well. Definitely. <laughs> I think Matt Ryan and obviously Julio are the obvious ones, but I think Ridley for me. I think because he's only in his third year, yeah. how well how well he's done in the first two years is is insane. And you know this year is he's smashing all the targets. What he'll, he'll get, he'll say so. And I think just because yeah. he's such an exciting player to watch. Obviously, you have like Julio, Matt Ryan, etc. We love etc. But it's got to be Ridley. And I think yeah. Danny's by Danny's face, I think it could be the same. <laughs> <laughs> you, you literally stole the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I was going to okay, say... So pre- we, got two, we got two Ridley fans. We got yeah, two pretty fans much for now. the same reasons. Um, I think it's just because he's so young and he's been so successful points and, and run-wise and everything already. And I think that's what excites us because we're pretty new fans and he's still pretty new, only going into his third season. I feel like He's yes. our starting point, if that makes sense. So we're going to see his whole career now, whereas we're only seeing yeah. like the, the later stages of other players. So it's I, yeah, I that think that's sense. what's drawn us in. And Calvin really, I'm telling you, this is a guy who's coming into his third year. Uh, he's a great route runner. What he's been able to do this off season, I mean, he's he's been he's been in the gym. You can tell 
Uh, he's ripped to shreds right now. Uh, he's absolutely uh, a beast out there on the practice field right now. I know uh, that's a little bit different than on the games on Sunday, but this guy has performed in the past. Uh, his first year, he was good. He got better his second year. And a lot of people are expecting a huge leap from Calvin Ridley this year. And I'm with you guys. I, I really like him. He's a, he's, he goes to work every day. Him and Julio, maybe one of the best combos in the uh, entire National yeah. Football League. So good answer right there. I am a Julio fan. Julio's my favorite player. <laughs> um, he has been my favorite player since basically since he got drafted. Big Matt Ryan fan as well. Uh, but, you know, Julio Jones for me, he just he, he puts his lunch in his lunch bell and goes to work every single day. <laughs> He doesn't say much, and that's what I love about the guy. I mean, he's not a diva-type receiver, and uh, Julio Jones will go down as one of the five, ten best receivers to ever play in the NFL. So I'm with you guys. We got the Alabama guy, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley both played at Alabama and played for the Falcons. So uh, we we got some great additions this year. Uh, We've really actually made some really key additions this year. Uh, signing Dante Fowler, uh, the former Jacksonville Jaguar defensive end uh, and Los Angeles Rams uh, defensive end. He's a great addition to the team. But we've also done some uh, things with A.J. Terrell, drafting him in the first round, Marlon Davidson in the second round, Matt Hennessy in the third round. What guys are you most excited? And I cannot forget, of course, signing Todd Gurley as well. Uh, Todd Gurley, the former Georgia Bulldog. Uh, he is ready and welcome back to the Atlanta this year. Which guy are you looking forward to the most out of all those guys? Uh, you know, A.J. Terrell is getting a lot of hype right now in the camp. Uh, you know, Todd Gurley, Dante Fowler, who's your pick? Uh, Daniel, we'll start with you on this one. I'll start with what my, my heart initially said. So it has actually changed since I've been watching the training camp videos and everything like that. But my heart was Marlon Davidson. From the second that we drafted him, that was that was my pick. Just the his personality and obviously he's got a hell of a lot of ability but he's got the mentality that I want to see in players that I like so he's got the like I am the best and that's it sort of mentality and I think that's what you need stepping into the NFL um as the training camps have gone on there's other people like AJ's obviously got a lot more hype in training camp than he initially had um But yeah, I'll stick to Marlon Davidson just for the what I think he could be in a in a couple of years' time. Very exciting. And and I love the pick of Marlon Davidson right there. Uh, an added addition to the defensive line who can go right there with Grady Jarrett and f- possibly form a, a nice one-two punch on the inside. And then uh, we need a Dante Fowler to step up. Another guy we signed this year. Yeah. But Tack McKinley is a guy that I'm really looking forward to in this fourth season. He really hasn't done much. Kind of been a bust so far. Uh, Falcons do not pick up his fifth-year option. So I'm hoping this defensive line, and Marlon Davidson is a great pick. uh, But you're right, A.J. Terrell is getting a lot of love right now. And I think it's because he goes up with with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst. He goes up against these guys in practice every day. And, you know, it is practice, but at the same time, he's going out there and he's competing with these guys. Uh, So, Cal, what about you? Who's your favorite addition uh, to the Atlanta Falcons this year? Well, I was, are, I, are we gonna go with another? Are we gonna go with another Daniel answer right we now? We are one person. <laughs> Y'all on the same wavelength or something? All I, I would say yeah. I think out of the draft, especially, is Davidson because of his attitude, etc. But I'm gonna go for Gurley, just just because yeah. I think when I think it was a few days before he got or when he got released, me and Danny was like, I was just like, I'd love to get him, like absolutely love to get him. 
And then literally Danny sent me like the message about three hours later saying we've just signed him. I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, what a buzz that is. Because I think it's... Oh, yeah. a, a lot of people, not a lot of people, a few people, mostly opposite fans of like, oh, it's not a good sign, etc. But it's a win-win situation for us. I think five million on the cap, um, one-year deal, prove yeah, it. one-year deal. If, one he, year if, deal. He hits, if he hits 12 touchdowns, he's already beat what, what all of our uh, running backs got last year. So... And in the exactly. trade, like the, all the training sessions I've had, etc., I think it's like with his knee, etc. He looks, he looks pumped this year, and obviously being back in Georgia, especially, uh, I don't think he can wait to get back on the field. And you just said it right there. So I'm, I, I've watched Todd Gurley at Georgia. I'm not really a Georgia fan, but I'm just a, a football fan. I'm an SEC fan. I like ACC football. So I just like watching great players. You know, it doesn't. I don't have to actually you know, root for that team. I just like great watching great players. And Todd Gurley at Georgia was something special. But you said it, Cal, yourself. If he can give us 12 touchdowns, 800 yards rushing, 500 yards receiving, add a couple touchdowns, I mean, he doesn't have to be that 1,000-yard rusher that he was with L.A. He really doesn't have to be that. If he can just be a, a, a version of his old self, 75 80% of what he used to be, and be able to score the touch, I mean, he has – uh, he has like 20 more touchdowns than any other play, running back since he entered the league in 2015. Uh, last three years, he scored almost 50 touchdowns. I mean, this guy is still producing. It's just the, the knee injury. And uh, to, to me, he looks healthy. I, I think the Atlanta Falcons are being smart with the way they manage him. Uh, with when he, when he was first in L.A., man, they pounded. I mean, he pounded the rock. He was their only, at, only offense this rookie his first and second year. And then, you know, when McVay came over his third and fourth year, he, he did produce as well. But he was a bell cow those first couple of years. So he took a pounding. And uh, I think that with this offense, he's not going to – he's going to be able to, um, you know, be an added addition to a Hayden Hurst, a Calvin Ridley, a Julio Jones. And Brian Hill and Edo Smith, those are capable running backs. And yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, those are capable running backs. And I think that – Thank you. Sorry about that, guys. I had to sneeze for about five minutes. <laughs> but uh, I didn't want to sneeze, and then, you know, he's got the corona, so I just tried to hold it. But uh, I'm good. I'm good over here, guys. But uh, I think Todd Gurley is just going to be a welcome addition to this Atlanta Falcons team. And I think he's the wild card, Cal. I really think he is, you know, if he if he shows up and he's his old Todd Gurley self, 1,200 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns, I mean, watch out, the NFL, I'm telling you. Definitely. Uh, Atlanta Falcons this year can be scary. And it's just a, such a great offseason that we've had, considered what we did last year. Last year, we picked up Ben Beasley's uh, option. We know how that turned out. We also signed Javon Brown to a three-year, $18 million deal. We released him this week. So, yeah. you know, I think that this this year, this offseason, Thomas Dimitrov, Dan Quinn, it's do or die right now for these guys. Yeah. And how did you feel? Did you want to keep Dan Quinn around? Do you like the brotherhood? I mean, if I hear brotherhood one more time, you know, my whole thing is at this point, it's out there and go plays. Okay, I don't want to hear about your brother. I don't want to hear about all that. I want to. Be, I want you guys to be go out there and make plays and be held accountable for what you're doing. That's kind of how I feel about it. You know, we can talk about the Super Bowl loss all we want. It's over with. Three years later, we need to move on. You know, the brotherhood thing, it was great while it lasted. Now it needs to be – you know, hey, let's go out there and let's perform. Let's win ball games. That's what it needs to be about. Uh, nine and seven, ten and six is kind of what I'm seeing this year. Uh, that's just what from from a 
from a fan who is optimistic but still knows the Atlanta Falcons uh, and, a, and a tough schedule this year. Tough, tough schedule. Very tough. Uh, my prediction is, you know, I'm going to go 10 and 6, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, somewhere right around that range. Uh, I saw Sports Illustrated or something had us uh, in the wild card uh, and uh, going 9 and 7. What do you guys think? And, uh, all right, you cannot have the same answer on this, okay, guys? Oh, no. <laughs> What's your record? I'm just, I'm just messing around. I'm just messing. All right, start right. with Cal. We'll start with Cal. What's your yeah. prediction for the season? What do you think happens? And uh, we'll start with you. I think I said um, 10, I said 10 <laughs> and 6. Um, I think you've got to – well, I think 10 and 6 would get at least a wild card spot anyway. But I think for Dan Quinn himself, he has to – I don't think it's just a wild card. I think no, me not. and Danny both said, oh, if he gets a wild card spot, he might keep his job. But I think we need a long – we need to get in deep into the playoffs, at least if he gets to the championship game. I think to save his job, I think it, it could be that vital to go far. But I'm going for a 10-6 and six and hopefully a deeper playoff run. But it's I think it's got to be. I think for him and um, Dimitrov, I think it's it's got to be. I can't see any other – situation and obviously what happened last year um, hopefully with I know the schedule is a lot harder this year but would, if we take the momentum what we have in the last um, eight games of last year hopefully we can start on a winning a winning run straight away yeah and you said it right there I think getting off to a, a good start is really really important yeah you can't start one and four or one and five one and you can't do that this year uh, out, out of September so we play uh, we play the Seattle Seahawks first, okay, and then we're followed up by the Dallas Cowboys and then the Chicago Bears, and then uh, I think that'll end the September. So those three games right there, those are big games for us to start the season. Those first games, uh, Daniel, what do you think, uh, what do you think our record's going to be? What's your prediction for the season? Yeah, uh, you're going to abuse me for this, but it, you, you can listen to our show from about a month and a half ago. Me and Cal both went 10 and 6. However, we've got different wins throughout the season, so – so it is legitimate. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'm going 10 and 6, <laughs> and I agree with Cal as in we need a deep playoff run, absolute minimum. If we get anything like how we started off last season, the 1 and 7, then Dan Quinn won't make it that far into the season again. Absolutely, categorically, yeah. will not make it that far. However, with us yeah, finishing 6 totally and 2... Yeah, with with us finishing six and two, I'd be very shocked if we don't take that momentum forward with us into the next season. And I know we have a lot of new players and, and there's a, a lot of new rookies in there, but I still think that there's enough of a core in there to think, right, we finished six and two, we fought we fought for the coach for for those like the second half of the season. I, I, and I think we're carrying that forward. I think we'll go into this bye week on a on a pretty heavy positive, maybe two losses in there ish before then. Yeah, and all starts in, it starts in about 17 days, guys. NFL is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Atlanta Falcons take on the Seattle Seahawks, one o'clock on September 13th. And I, I just cannot wait. Uh, I cannot wait till this uh, season starts. And um, looking forward uh, not only to uh, the season starting and Thomas Dimitrov. He's he's done a better job in the last two years of getting some guys in the trenches. Drafted Marlon Davidson. Added Dante Fowler. Of course, we drafted the three offensive, the two offensive linemen last year in the first round, plus Tennessee in the third round this year. You know, you're drafting guys in the top three rounds last two years. We've added five guys to that offensive and defensive line. I think that could really pay dividends. Yeah. yeah Sorry. Definitely. My computer died real quick. 
uh, <laughs> I really think it could pay dividends uh, to, to what they're going to do this season. So I'm with you. I really think that uh, 9-7, and 10-6, and six, somewhere right around that range, the added playoff spot uh, that the NFC and AFC have added, that's huge. Uh, that, we could definitely sneak in uh, to that 5-6-7 range, but hopefully yeah. we're competing for the division championship. Uh, yeah. I really think that uh, – I really – I'm not sold on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not sold on them. Drew Brees, we, we split with them last year, one and one. Uh, they don't scare me as much as maybe they do some other teams. Uh, I, I know we're, we can compete with them. I know we can go in and battle. It, we may not like the outcome every time we go into a, to a matchup with them, but I, we, we normally play them pretty good, yeah. uh, you know, at least one game a year, at least. So, uh, guys, thank you all so much for coming on today. And uh, tell the people, uh, so Atlanta Falcons UK, they're on Twitter, they got Facebook, uh, pretty much anywhere where you can find podcasts. Uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRail app, all that good stuff. Tell, <laughs> tell the people where they can find you uh, on Twitter because, I mean, you're really big on – Twitter's got y'all's, y'all's big thing right now, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it is. Yeah, Twitter's our home at the minute. We've got everything else and everything. We're still active on it all, but but Twitter seems to be where uh, where the community is proper building. So our um, at on every social media is ATL Falcons UK. So that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our podcasts under the same name. Uh, YouTube as well, which is uh, starting to get rolling a little bit now as well. So hopefully we'll uh, pop this in there as well. So it's looking good. It's looking good. Awesome, man. Well, guys, I really appreciate y'all taking y'all's time out of your day to come on the show. And uh, I will definitely have to be a guest on y'all's show. You just let me know the time and place. I'll definitely be on there. And uh, we're also, we're partners at The Worst Take as well. Uh, That's how we kind of know each other from at The Worst Take. So shout out to The Worst Take. A shout-out to the Atlanta Falcons UK, guys. And uh, I just want to say thank you all so much for coming up. Rise up. And, uh, man, football season is right around the corner, guys. <laughs> thank you. Definitely is. Thank you for having <laughs> us. Hey, thank you all, man. Situation very critical. I need a miracle. I keep it real and sometimes I be spiritual. I need a bag and a bag of medicinal. I just be praying I don't need that pistol. I pray a lot on a lot of the issues. Fuck all that stressing, you know that it's killing. I need a bag, I just need a million. I got three kids, she might need a billion.